Hey folks, you guys know I'm always diving into the dark corners of history, unearthing the stories that are sure to chill. Mastering the art of storytelling and research isn't just a passion, it's a craft. That's why I turned to Masterclass. Whether I'm analyzing historical documents or piecing together ghostly tales, Masterclass has been an invaluable resource in honing my skills. Masterclass lets you learn from over 200 of the world's best minds right at your fingertips. And the best part is it's all available for just $10 a month with an annual membership. I've been particularly captivated by the class on investigative journalism taught by Pulitzer Prize winner Bob Woodward. His insights into uncovering the truth may have transformed the way I approach each episode here. What's incredible is that 88% of members feel that Masterclass has made a positive impact on their lives. And trust me, I'm one of them. The depth of knowledge and practical tips I've gained have boosted my confidence and enriched the content that I bring to you every week. As a listener of Haunted American History, you get an exclusive 15% off an annual membership. Just visit masterclass.com haunted. That's masterclass.com haunted to save 15% on limitless learning. Plus, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So what are you going to lose? Don't wait. Join me and start transforming your passions into expertise by visiting masterclass.com slash haunted. I'll see you there. Haunted American History presents Seclusion Chapter 1 Two, three, check. Steve, level's good? Okay. Today is uh, January 18th, 2023. My name is Vince LaRusso. I'm a detective with Grafton, Vermont Police Department. All recordings and testimonies heard today are pertinent to the case of Annie Marie Singleton. Miss Singleton was last seen on January 4th, 2023. Joining me today is the sister of Miss Singleton. Mrs. Sorry? My sister is still married, technically. I, I apologize. Uh, Mrs. Singleton. Betsy, would you uh, introduce yourself for, for our records? Yes, my name is Elizabeth Stewart. I am the younger sister of Annie Singleton. Firstly, I'd like to thank you for uh, your cooperation in this case. We know this is a difficult time for you and your family, so I want to thank you for making the effort taking the time from your schedule to, you know, helping us solve this case. So thank you. Of course. Betsy, you're coming here today of your own free will to help us better understand your sister by listening to her last known communications, whether it be her own self-recorded messages, a phone call sent to her, phone call she placed to someone else, any form of uh, communication you can help us dissect during this most recent time period in which she was alone. Can you confirm that's why you're uh, present today? Yes, I'm here to help figure out what happened to my sister. Thank you, Mrs. Stewart. Miss Stewart, I'm I'm not married. The patriarchy is bullshit. Thank you, Miss Stewart. Annie Singleton was a resident of New York City 
On November 29th, Mrs. Singleton left New York City to go on vacation to Grafton, Vermont. Is that correct, Betsy? Yes. Well, um, more of a retreat. Her agency got her a house for two weeks so she could write. Well, sorry, before we begin, would you like any water or coffee? I brought my own coffee, but thank you. Well, if you ever want us to stop or take a break, please don't hesitate to ask, okay? Okay, thank you. We will begin by listening to document number 1023831A, dated November 29th at 10.33 a.m. This conversation is between Miss Singleton, Mrs. Singleton, apologies, and her literary agent, Michelle Hansen. It is the first known communication that Mrs. Singleton had after leaving her residence in New York City. Steve, would you uh, play the recording, please? Hi, Michelle. How was your Thanksgiving? Stellar. You? It was nice. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, got the whole fam together. It was nice. Yeah, very nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Are you excited for your little retreat? Yes, I am. I'm having a lot of trouble hearing you. Are you in the car? Sorry. Uh, one second. How's that? Is that better? Oh, that is much better. It's like we're in the same car now. <laughs> Sorry for the delay in sending you guys something. It's just been a little hectic on my end lately. Lots of, um, everything. <laughs> oh, no need to apologize. Tis the hectic holiday season, am I right? <laughs> right. Uh, I'll give you a call once I'm settled in up there to check in. Oh, I thought you were in Vermont already. Not yet, hence the car. But I should be there in no time, like five or... Five hours? Six, maybe? Oh, we're just so excited to see the new script. You know how much we love your love stories. I hope not to disappoint. Oh, you won't. Say hi to the maple syrup for me. <laughs> now, let's check in in a couple of days. How does that sound, Annie? All right. Sounds great. Michelle, thank you. Okay, great. Talk soon. Betsy, how was your sister's state of mind prior to her trip up to Vermont? State of mind? Yeah, did she seem upset or depressed prior to her trip? No more than usual. If you can, we'd like you to elaborate as much as possible. Anything you can think of to potentially help us. No details too small or irrelevant. We want you to feel comfortable telling us as much information as you can recall because it will help our investigation. Does that make sense? Yes. So in terms of your sister's state of mind prior to her trip, how do you recall it? She, Annie, my sister, was never really... She isn't... Uh, she's in like a jovial, bubbly type of personality. She was awesome in other ways. She was always the funniest person in the room. She was always the smartest person in the room. She was always the most interesting person in the room, at least to me. I know, cliche, big sibling is your hero, but I believe that, still do. In terms of her state of mind, she sees the world through her own lenses, if that makes sense. What do you mean by that? There's no fluff or bullshit with her. She has the ability to see any situation from any angle. She's the only person I know that can do that, that I know. And when you see it from every angle, that can feel really heavy, especially as you get older and meet more people. Did that answer your question? Would you say she was feeling anxious or depressed prior to her trip up to Vermont? 
a little anxious, maybe. How so? Well, pressure to write something. Her agency wanted a manuscript, and she had been pushing it off for a while. Why had she been pushing it off? The endless divorce meetings, not to mention the state of the world in general, you know. Of course. Uh, Has Annie ever expressed suicidal thoughts? No, no, but depression does run in our family. Could you elaborate on that, please? Our parents had their own issues, and they never felt present, at least not for her. She was the oldest, so they put more pressure on her. Her and my mother had an odd relationship. They just, they were very alike in some ways. In some ways, they were total opposites. And my mother had very high hopes for her, so they would clash occasionally. They saw themselves in each other. And that can be frustrating when you're not living up to your own potential. (laughs) I mean, that's just my take. I'm not a psychiatrist. When was the last time you saw your sister? In person? Correct. In person? I saw her about five months ago. How often would you generally see each other? Used to be every other month. Over time, it became less frequent with her work and my kids. We just, it's hard as you get older. And what were the circumstances during your last time together? My mother's funeral. May I ask how she passed? My mother had been very sick. Dementia. She began to forget things. Sometimes she would forget who we were. Calling us by the wrong names. I don't know if you've ever dealt with dementia. I've had friends who have. It's, it's devastating. It is. She refused to take medication because of her own mother, which is a long story. And one night she left the fireplace unattended, went to bed, took her sleeping pills. And by the time she woke up, the smoke was too intense. She fell while trying to get out of her, um, while trying to get out of the house. The, the smoke suffocated her. Our living room turned to ash. I'm very sorry for your loss. Thank you. Did you get along with your mother? Yes. And no, she could be demanding, but, you know, always food on the table, roof over our head, instilled um, a work ethic. So I don't want to complain too much. And how was your relationship with your father? Dad passed away when we were in college. May I ask? Heart attack. That must have been really hard on the both of you. Yes. You mentioned Annie was a writer. She is a writer. What kind of writer? Thrillers. She writes novels. One of them got adapted into a movie when she was younger, and that got her a lot of money. I mean, like, a lot for her. And then a lot of people started wanting a lot from her, people she didn't know. So she kind of broke down. How'd she break down? Drinking too much. Went to get help for a while. And then when she got out, she was really good for a while. She met Ken, got married. And then after a couple of years, she started using again. Using what? Substance abuse runs in the family. What substances? Drinking. Pills. The same time? Yes. Had she been going through any substance abuse issues prior to her trip? No. She'd been sober for about a year and a half. That's what she told me last time I saw her. Do you think that she would lie to you about her sobriety? No. We never lied to each other. No matter what it was, we were always honest. Thank you, Ms. Stewart. We are now going to listen to the next communication from Mrs. Singleton. You may recognize the other person on this phone call. This is document number 1023-831B, dated November 29th at 6.42 p.m. Steve, would you play the tape, please? Hey, folks. You guys know I'm always diving into the dark corners of history. 
unearthing the stories that are sure to chill. Mastering the art of storytelling and research isn't just a passion, it's a craft. That's why I turned to Masterclass. Whether I'm analyzing historical documents or piecing together ghostly tales, Masterclass has been an invaluable resource in honing my skills. Masterclass lets you learn from over 200 of the world's best minds right at your fingertips. And the best part is it's all available for just $10 a month with an annual membership. I've been particularly captivated by the class on investigative journalism taught by Pulitzer Prize winner Bob Woodward. His insights into uncovering the truth may have transformed the way I approach each episode here. What's incredible is that 88% of members feel that Masterclass has made a positive impact on their lives. And trust me, I'm one of them. The depth of knowledge and practical tips I've gained have boosted my confidence and enriched the content that I bring to you every week. As a listener of Haunted American History, you get an exclusive 15% off an annual membership. Just visit masterclass.com slash haunted. That's masterclass.com slash haunted to save 15% on limitless learning. Plus, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So what are you going to lose? Don't wait. Join me and start transforming your passions into expertise by visiting masterclass.com slash haunted. I'll see you there. Hello, Django. Hello, Cash. Y'all settled up in there? It's Vermont, not Deliverance. I'm sure they got some weird backwards action up there. You love your backwards action. Show me your digs. I'll give you the virtual tour tomorrow. Oh no, I'm running around all day tomorrow with the kids. Show me, show me, show me, show me. That's, I'm so beat. I was in the car for like eight hours. And then when I stopped for coffee, I spilled it all over my boots because big tit barista didn't put the lid on tight enough an hour. Tour! Tour, tour, tour! Oh, Betsy. Showing off is the best part about nice things, Annie. Ugh. All right. Ah! All right. Okay. Um, here is the den. Woohoo! Den? I'm gonna say den. Oh my god. You have a den. I'd kill my kids for a den. Jesus, Bets. Well, I mean, not my kids. Like, definitely my neighbor's kids. One of them keeps peeing on my gardenias. Okay, and this is my yard. <laughs> oh, that's... That's not a yard. That is a field. No, oh, what's the difference? Size, baby. You got a field, and they're paying for this? No, they're calling it a retreat. You know, get me out of my funk. You're not in a funk. You're just a loser with no skills. Have I told you that I love you? How big are those woods? I don't know, but it's freezing. Where are your neighbors? I don't know. Don't care. Well, what if you meet a sexy mountain man? Vermont doesn't have mountain men. How do you know? What kind of porn are you watching? Keep touring, baby. Okay. Den. And over here. Um. Ugh. That artwork. Uh. Living room. How old is this house? Old. It's beautiful. Look at the. And. Um. Kitchen. Dining room. Oh, no. You're rushing. Let me soak it in. (sighs) I'm so tired. And this is day 19 without cigarettes. Who told you to start smoking when you were 13? Joey Fitzsimmons. Ah. Joey Fitzsimmons. Still the best kisser I ever met. So hot. Yeah, that jean jacket. Oh, over the faded jeans. Do you remember the Canadian tuxedo? Every night, baby. Mm. Every night. Tour! Okay, yes, fine. All right. Dining room. 
Let's see, um, stairs, uh, cabinets. Oh, uh, can you make up fake facts during the tour? Fake facts? Wine and dine me a little. Give me some foreplay, come on. You're a writer. Ugh, I need a cigarette. Okay, okay. Bedroom! Hold your panties. I love creaking stairs. Why? Well, it tells you where people are in your house. Mine are too quiet. My kids are like ninjas, especially when me and the man are getting frisky. I'm winking, Annie. I can feel your wink. Okay. Uh, alright. <sighs> Hallway. Are you out of breath? Lay off. I was in a car all day. You still doing yoga? Yes, Mom. No, Mom would never ask you about yoga. It was the tone, Tango. The tone. Oh, bathroom. That bathroom? Wow, bathroom. Okay. Um, huh. Holy shit. I'm coming up. Oh, now you want to hang, because I got a kick-ass bathroom. Your tub is bigger than my bedroom. It's not bad, right? Not bad. Look at you. Okay. Um, hallway. Attic? I'm not showing you the attic. Give me some foreplay. You're rushing. In and out, Betty Boop, like a virgin sailor. Well, hey, speaking of attics, when you get back, we need to go through Mom's things. Um, I don't know, I just, I don't know which stuff you want to keep. Um, none of it. Annie, we can't just throw it away. Okay, so you keep it. And put it where? Ta-da! Bedroom! Oh, jerk butt. <laughs> Not bad. That is gorgeous. Oh, yes. That hits the spot. Firm, soft. It's just right, baby. Mm. Maybe you and Mr. Mountain Man. What port are you watching with Mountain Men? That's neither here nor there. Oh, this bed is all kinds of right. What if I came up for a weekend? I'm not here to party, Betsy. Party? I mean, we haven't partied since 1965. You're sober and I'm lame. I have to write. I know. I mean, I wouldn't disturb you. I've heard that all before. I do recall me being your background noise during your first novel. <laughs> are you insinuating you are my muse? Oh, check the facts. That's what I'm saying. Uh, uh, I don't know, Bets. They want a manuscript in two weeks, and it'd be nice to actually do the thing that they want me to do. Two weeks? Yes, and I've been putting this off long enough. I need to write... Get the hell out of my head. Oh, I mean, I'm kidding. I, I know. You want to work. Maybe if I can get something clicking this week, we can aim for the weekend after. Really? It's a long drive. I'm ready. Okay, let's talk in a couple of days. Okay, well, I hope you get your groove back. Thank you, Tango. Do you have any ideas yet? For your script? Nope. Okie dokie, diaper dandy. <laughs> waiting for my mind. All right. Good night, Cash. Love you. Kiss, kiss. Love, love. Bye. 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 Steve, can you just give her the, just, just, just give her the Kleenex box, please. Thank you. Thank you for helping us, Betsy. It's hard to hear. I know. I know. Listening to that now, is there anything in your conversation to suggest that your sister was in trouble? No, she sounded... This is harder than I thought it would be. Do you want to take a break? No, no, I'm fine. I want to help. If you need to take a break, just let us know and we'll stop, okay? Okay. To you, 
know of anyone who wanted to harm your sister? No. That's crazy. Nobody you can think of from your past who'd wanted to disrupt her life in some way? Any exes, business partners, anyone? No. Annie was beloved. Any crazy fans of her writing? I mean, well, I mean, that's so... I don't know. The internet is crazy, so I... Betsy, is there any conceivable reason to believe that Annie committed those murders? Betsy? Seclusion. Written by John Sachs. Starring Alexandra Gomez, Elaine Adelia, and Christopher Feinstein. Supporting voices provided by Mia Christinis and Justin Feinstein. This has been a Yes Have Some production. Yes, have some. <laughs>